Hi, welcome to our podcast, Cooking for Toddlers and Babies. Candil Catalinas. <laughs> yes, you can find us under Cooking for Toddlers and Babies or under Candil Catalinas. Please give us your opinion, what you think. We're here every week with a new recipe. Yes, and we are uh, here with our podcast uh, to give you tips and recipes to make your um, family healthier and um, educate the palates of your babies looking for the future. We are a pediatrician and a chef, and today we are going to introduce you to a homemade applesauce for babies and toddlers. Yes, it's a very simple recipe, and um, but before we are talking the recipe, is something I would like to talk, and I know, Marta, you don't like the snack world, <laughs> but I'm afraid this can serve as an after-school snack for older children, but it can be one of the meals you give a baby or a toddler. So I don't know how you call, but in this culture on the States, I think the people understand when you're talking about the snack, but probably you can explain better than me. <laughs> yes, the, the reason why I don't like the word snack is because we refer to snack as meals that we eat in between meals, and they're usually of poor quality, something that you grab and go, chips, something of poor, really, for a poor, poor choice when it comes to health, right? And so that's why I want to stay away from that. I, I usually recommend uh, that the timing of your meals and how you train your family in that timing is very important in your future health as an adult. So I recommend to um, breakfast, lunch, after school snack. There's no other way to call it. In Spain, we, we say merienda. Yes, right? that's true. I remember yes, perfectly. Remember? And it is one, I really love it. To it's arrive lovely. home after the school, starving, yeah. really want to eat something, and always is like a little sandwich with some dry cold meats or cheese or some fruit or um, an apple juice or orange juice with some pieces of fruit. So yeah, so it's a meal. It's, 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 really it's a, a little meal. meal. It's a little meal that requires some planning and some preparation too. So that I like, but. Talking about snacks, it reminds me when families come and say, oh, my child, you know, the toddler is, is fussy right here. Oh, where is the snack? Uh, give him a snack in the car, give him a snack. So at the end, we end up giving food in response to emotions. The emotion of being bored or the being tired of being in one place yeah. or being stressed out. And that is what, when you introduce that concept very early into the life of a person, when that person becomes an adult, guess what they're gonna do? They're gonna eat all day long. And we, that's what we have to stay away from. Our bodies can go hours without food, so we really have to um, encourage families to eat only at meal time. So if one of those meals is the little snack in the afternoon, <laughs> let it be, okay. So you are talking like the snacks is gonna be, doesn't have, doesn't have to be as a pacifier. Exactly, no? yes. So it, when you have some feelings, like a baby's crying. Okay, give some snack. So she start feeling, they start feeling better because they are eating, so they stop crying. Exactly. Or when they are sad, or at the church, when mm -hmm. they start moving and moving, so they don't stay quiet. I can see many parents is giving some snacks, so some cereals, something, yeah, stay quiet, stay, sit down, 
and don't talk, don't say anything. Yeah, because so, now you are distracted. So it works well because it introduces distraction. So distraction is good. So you're, you're a toddler and you're about to have a temper tantrum because you are tired of being in this room for yeah. so long. And then you bring out something that is attracted to you, like a snack, and you go for it. And then you, you forget about the temper tantrum. Now you go for the snack, right? <laughs> so distraction works. I tell my families to use a toy or sing or, or just let them have the temper tantrum. It's okay, but don't put something in their mouth in the form of food, even good food, when they have that emotion, if it's not meal time, because then when they grow up, they're gonna do the same thing. Exactly. No, no, you are right, Marta, and it's true because uh, uh, I'm very surprised when we move here, um, how many people eating all the time. Even when I play tennis, I'm very surprised for two hours, the people bring some snacks to eat during the match. And I'm very surprised, like, okay, this is no Wimbledon. We don't play so hard to eat anything during the match, which is two hours. And uh, with the kids, it's happen all the time. They eat all the time. So I was wondering, like, it's impossible to feel hungry when you sit at the table. Right, then they don't eat the real they meal. They don't eat the real meal. So when we talk about the habits, is if you give your baby a good habit, they will have good habits as an adult. Yes. And it's when we try with this, our podcast, to educate the palate, I think it's something you are going to be tired to listen to us about educate the palate of your baby, but it's good for the future because is totally worthy to sit at the table with hungry and eat the meal and enjoy the meal. So what you have now, probably if you have a toddler or baby at home, it's probably a healthy one. Now your goal and your mission is to make a healthy adult out of that little creature that you have at home, right? Now, yes, right? yes, <laughs> yes. And so is um, the only way to do it is just creating good habits. So that's why I don't like to talk about snacks. Like they ask me all the time, what is a good snack? They say, no snack is a good snack. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard, Marta. It is. There are a lot of snacks everywhere on the gas station. On oh. Every, everywhere. They go to any activity, always there are snacks. Always. I remember my youngest daughter in high school. Can you believe it? And she told me, mom, can you buy more snacks? Because I allow to eat some small snacks during the class. And I say, come on, really? Are you serious? It's crazy. <laughs> oh, yes. And uh, before sports, after sports, it's like you say, like if they were, I don't know, professional athletes doing a tremendous effort, which is a different story. I know uh, professional athletes may have to eat all day, but that's not the case of even a high school student who participates in sports. And so four meals a day, breakfast, lunch, afternoon, snack, okay, we'll call it snack, and dinner, <laughs> and in between, nothing. Deal with yeah, your feelings nothing. without. Yeah. So in a, as, as a doctor, as a pediatrician, it's good to have the stomach rest for a couple hours, or one hour and a half, or just a little time to make the digestion for the last meal to go to the next meal. Yes. And I think the, the big time is between lunch and dinner. It's usually the big time. So it's probably the reason 
we take some merienda, as we call in Spain, and yes. it, it was really nice, or let's call snack or intermediate meal. Right. So don't have to be a big meal, but just a little with some something sweet or don't have to add sugar. And that's the idea of the recipe today, because it's a recipe and we are going to use the natural sugar the fruit has. And apples has a lot of sugar. Yes, they do, just like any fruit. Exactly. So we're using the natural um, sugar from the fruit. So why don't you tell us the um, ingredients? What? How do we prepare so, this? What do we look do? Look how simple is this recipe because we are going to use just apple, orange juice and crackers. Oh, Maria cookies. When I say Maria cookies, there is in any HEB usually or any grocery store. And um, but if you don't like it, you can use Graham crackers or regular crackers. The idea is use crackers like they don't have a lot of sugar in and have your ingredients under control. So we are looking to give our babies natural sugar from the fruit. Don't look for a cookies who has a lot of sugar added uh, because we don't need it. So um, the simple thing is we are going to boil the apple, just peel it and um, seal it in, in water, not a lot of water, and just let's boiling and boiling and boiling until the water almost reduce and you will see the smell of the, the caramelized apple. Mm-hmm. It's so funny how the smell, did you remember when mm-hmm. we, we uh, recorded the YouTube channel? And um, I want to use this minute to remember you, like uh, the recipe, the complete recipe is in our YouTube channel, Cooking for Toddlers. And uh, we boil the apple with water, just to reduce the water and make the apples caramelized. And also orange juice. And I think, Marta, you will probably like to remember everyone about the natural juice, orange juice, or commercial orange juice. Probably you have a lot of to say. I do. I do know. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> it was a provocation. <laughs> okay. All right. Well taken. Um, yes. So I, I usually, in general, don't recommend to give juice to toddlers or to anybody, even if it's juice that you make at home, because what you are doing is you are extracting the water and the fruit from the fruit. The, and the sorry, fiber. The water and the sugar from the fruit and you're leaving the fiber behind right and but for this recipe for the purpose of this recipe and also because some families like to drink orange juice in the morning like good breakfast it's kind of like a, one of the yeah and it's good and, and it's good so if you're gonna do that then use the real orange why because i have many uh, patients who come and they tell me that they like orange juice but they don't like oranges why because the commercial orange juice they always the amount of sweetness is always the same it's very uniform even if they say it's made with 100% or whatever you want but they all end up with the same uniform taste while if you squish an orange at home some of them are going to be sweeter others are not going to be so more acidity exactly it depends on the season depends on the season too so you want to we talked about before how you want to educate that palate you want to expose the child to the different taste of the food and the oranges don't always taste the same not to speak of the freshness, of course, as, um, naturally squished orange juice 
has more vitamin C and is more readily available than the commercial one, even if it has vitamin C added. So during the winter, my recommendation is if you want to prevent colds and just squish a couple of oranges in the morning and drink that juice or eat the yeah. whole orange. That's because it has a lot of vitamin C. Exactly. So that's the reason why I want to make sure that here we use a regular orange. We don't use the commercial orange juice. So go ahead. What else so do we do? So we, we have, remember, we have the one apple. Um, doesn't matter the kind of apple you like it. I recommend red apple or gala apple because it's sweeter, sweeter than um, the others apples. Like a green apple is more acidity. And we are looking for something a little sweet for the babies. So it's just boil the apple with water. Not a lot of water, but let the water reduce until it's just a little and you can um, pick your apple and it's totally soft and let's rest for uh, five minutes to be cold and just squeeze one orange like a fresh orange juice uh, in, a, in a glass in a um, big glass like you can use your hand blender or if you don't want to use your hand blender you can use a fork also and prepare in a bowl with the orange juice, the crackers, and the apples because the apples is just smashed with a fork and you have a puree. But if it is the first time you are going to give your baby, we, we remember you about the textures. So you don't want to baby feel something lumping and they don't like it. So I think for the first time, if you have a blender, a food processor, a hand blender, use it to make this applesauce or apple puree smoothie very soft so it's about the taste the flavor and uh, it's the first time but if you have a toddler not a baby and you think they are not gonna be in trouble with some lumpings mm -hmm. just use a fork and that's enough because the orange juice and the the little liquid rest in with the apples is gonna help to make the crackers totally like a puree and just use the fork and you have the recipe ready and you can keep cover it with a film uh, in the fridge a transparent film mm -hmm. in touch with the puree with the apple puree if you don't want to oxidate the apple and make the color darker and just keep on the fridge for two days and um, you can try the day after again with a couple of spoons and see if your baby like it or not and it's really healthy is good and it's the good way to show your baby the flavor of the apple and the natural sugar also how easy can that be you know just apple orange juice and crackers orange and crackers and just blend it and give it to your baby yeah exactly so it's so as it's simple healthy, as that it's simple and it can be like an after school or after daycare snack for a toddler or it can be part of a meal after like i don't know six to nine months of age you can start introducing this and so we hope you like our podcast and uh, please give us feedback listen to us every week we will try to bring you a new recipe and new advice once a week Yes, and we are going to bring some uh, new people to interview in our podcast. So we hope you like it. And please stay tuned with us. Thank you for listening and uh, hope to see you uh, next week. Have a great week. Thank you. Thank you for listening.